FM. Dr. Kilometer style, he was unavailable, probably making a tort or something for someone somewhere. We were camping and having a good time. <laughs> oh, okay. I was just checking. Forgetting so, most of what happened. Cheesecake. Yeah, cheesecake. There yeah. was cheesecake. There was? There was cheesecake. <laughs> you're, you're confusing that with cheesesteak, though, uh, the yeah. Philadelphia thing. And he had it, he versus the cheesesteak. Uh, we made up, episode. you know, when we went camping, we made up this new drink. If you uh, take any red wine at all and mix half and half of that with um, orange juice, that'll get you drunk. Wow. <laughs> that is yeah, translucent really white trash. <laughs> That's what we found out. That's what camping was all about that for myself great. and uh, my dear friend, mm. Mr. Pat Crane. That is great. Glowing white trash. That's like one of those old We're camping. The, uh, the old tailgate games that we used to play called Slap the Bag. That made no sense whatsoever. You just get one of those bags of uh, Frenzia wine and drink as much as you could, and then slap the bag as hard as you could. And, and when it was cold out, it hurt like hell. But I don't even. I, you were drunk, so you thought it was funny. But later, you're like, I don't. You know, what people just happened? would. Well, people would cheer it on if you got a good slap, and so. You could see these really like macho guys like myself trying to hit the crap out of the bag and slipping and falling on their face because they're all loaded. I wonder if there's like a book of drinking games that, you know, through the ages. Hey, that is something we should look into. That'd be pretty cool to see what drinking games they did in the like 80s or 1800s. Do a bunch of blow, then drink. (laughs) 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 Oh, Mitchell. <laughs> so anyway, a uh, couple of updates. What did you guys do last weekend, Eric Shannon? Since you're now the uh, couple, what was last? What were we? Uh, we were in oh. Traverse, and then we went to my. Did you guys house. meet up with uh, Joe Foe, John Foe? No, we didn't. He had dinner with Chelsea's parents or something the night that we had gotten there, and that was the mm. night we got engaged. So to oh. meet up with him the night that I was planning on asking her to marry me, and I was like. No. <laughs> yeah, you do not want John Fournier available. And when we went up to Traverse City, we hung out with uh, John Ford, Fournier's lady friend without him. It was great. Oh, that must have been good times. Took lots of great pictures. Did she talk about Ayn Rand at all? No. Oh, okay. Just Sorry. Uh, I have to give her a hard time about that. Mitchell, the high schooler, what'd you do? I went up north to uh, a little town called Lachine, Michigan. Uh, it was by Alpena. It's by Alpena. Beaver, Beaver Lake. And what'd you do? We just hung out. We just hung out on the beach and just, it was fun. Yeah? You hung out on the beach, it was fun? Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you go with? Um, A big group of friends. It was my friend Robert's ca- cabin on the lake. and there was like So a bunch of, of high schooler dude. Did any chicks go? A few chicks went. <laughs> How did that work out? Just grand. <laughs> <laughs> did you ha- have sand in interesting places? No. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Mitchell, not Mitchell. I know, I know. Uh, speaking of chicks, um, I have to get because we haven't had a chance to, to give Chaz a hard time about this. Chaz, obviously, our fantastic engineer. Look at him. He, no, he's like, uh-oh. Oh, I know. He, he, a couple weeks ago, um, we had the uh, world-famous uh, L.A. Uh, Andrew Nyland in on the show, and a, uh, a lovely lady that came in with Chaz... Uh, and we, we forced her to be on the show, and we all went out for drinks uh, later at LS Teco. Up and uh, nice. people started as people start take, uh, consuming alcohol, they they start telling more and more ridiculous stories. And even though we can't talk about the stories and the the type of stories that were on the air here, uh, they are not exactly the kind of stories you would tell in front of a woman. And I <clears throat> this this proves my point. Is I asked Chaz later what his chances were. No matter how much 
a girl is into you, you could talk about killing her puppy in front of her, and she would still go home with you. Is that not right, Jazz? I wasn't concerned about anything. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, kudos to you. Um, I see. This is something that Mitchell needs to learn. I know, man. Take notes. Take notes because if a girl if a girl is really into you, you could talk about the uh, embarrassing sickness you had and uh, the the multitude of colors and smells involved. The chick will not will not care whatsoever. Right, Shannon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to uh, I wanted to thank Chaz for that. I uh, I actually went to um, Iowa over the weekend. Uh, we went to uh, Decorah, Iowa, actually, uh, home of the Protestants, apparently, and because uh, <laughs> there was like twenty, this town had like ten thousand people in it, and there was like forty churches, and they're all Protestant churches. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we uh, we we drove up through the uh, the UP to see my folks near Escanaba, and uh, then we headed uh, over to Iowa. And it is the most ridiculous drive ever. I take it for granted everywhere in Michigan because you can pretty much get to any point, except you know, like you can take 127 to 75 north, and then if you jut over, you only have like an hour to go. To get to Decora from Escanaba, you only have it's 377 miles, and maybe 90 miles of that is freeway. The rest is two-lane hi- or you know single back-road highway. Saw a lot of the uh, backwoods of Iowa. Heard uh, the Deliverance song uh, many times, going through many little towns. Uh, here's the thing. One thing I don't understand is the couple was a friends were friends of my girlfriend, and uh, neither of them they went to. There's a college, a Protestant school in Decorah. Neither of them are from Iowa. One is from I think Wisconsin, and the others from. Right around here in Michigan, they had the wedding in Iowa. Yeah, you know, you're like, okay, maybe if you wanted to have college friends or something. None of their college friends were there. We drove like 700 miles for a wedding and reception together that lasted four hours. That's terrible. That yeah. sucks. I yeah. was not. I was really not happy. Plus, it was like 105 degrees in Iowa at the time. So it just seems like the most boring state, besides maybe Nebraska. I've never been to Nebraska. It's but, all cornfields. Yeah, that's a lot of what Iowa was. Um, there was, uh, there. I was not aware that Wisconsin had such a fantastic array of illegal fireworks. Illegal here in Michigan, I should say. It's like Michigan and uh, California are the only states that you can't have any decent fireworks, which makes no sense. Everyone here's a jerk. I guess so. Uh, but Everyone I guess in power is a jerk. I guess so. Um, but uh, I also, uh, I do have to say that I also got engaged uh, over the weekend. I sold my soul to the devil and uh, oh, <laughs> officially have given up. <laughs> like gave her the ring. I'm like, here you win. Uh, <laughs> obviously, obviously, she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> She's at work right now. So uh, <laughs> no, it didn't really happen that way. But what's really funny is some guy asked me. One of our, uh, our friends here at the radio station, Mr. Fournier, asked me how I did it. And I'm a pretty masculine dude, and I'm not going to go into details with another guy about how I asked my girlfriend to marry me be like, well, what if i asked you would you tell me no because i think i have a i have a reputation to live up in front of you so i can't show the uh, soft side of the b-rock in front of you so anyway um the uh the bachelor party is already uh, pre-planning uh, stages in vegas where it's going to be ridiculous uh and hopefully no one remembers anything so uh yeah that was my uh, the big news uh, something i want to complain about very quickly um as i got a, a certain phone call that everybody gets when they graduate from michigan state uh but 
<laughs> I normally I don't complain. I'm not one to complain about construction because well, it kind of makes the roads better. Um, and the construction on campus has kind of gotten ridiculous, but you know it's making the roads better, right? Well, did you see in the newspaper the other day the whole 17 percent tuition hike for next it's year? 9. It's 9.6. Well, it was going to be up to 17, but 9.6 is it's a bold be- thing to do when they're wasting all this money on construction. Wow. Here's the thing: you know what? A, a lot of the construction is, uh, and what they're going to do in the future, they were taking out traffic circle- circles because people are so stupid they don't know how to drive in traffic circles. So basically, Michigan State paid to have traffic circles put in and then are now paying to take them out so is that tuition hike for us too? oh yeah is that mm-hmm. ju- oh. oh yeah it's for everybody for the fall, for the fall. so i was thinking of lists of things msu could cut back on and before before you say oh you could cut back on the impact we're, we're completely student funded so uh uh the M- we don't uh, as far as i recall we don't get any independent money from, tax yeah we don't get any money from msu so you can't cut us off but one thing you could cut off is um it seems to me, for the population on campus during the summer, really don't need that many uh, MSU police officers, especially uh, MSU cops pulling over Lansing taxpayers on Mount Hope Road, which I see on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, I'm in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> because I know you guys are bored, and I am completely agree that there should be police force on campus. I mean, it makes sense. There's 48,000 kids. But uh, to, to pull... To see him hiding right under, over where the uh, Granger household is, right there on Mount Hope. That's where they hide everybody, by the way. Uh, just before you go, in, if you're going uh, uh, west on Mount Hope, there's that aqueduct there with uh, where uh, 27 North goes across. They hide there. So and at the Kellogg Center, they hide right in there. They nail so many people because they pull back in like the trees. I've seen one on a cut, like on a cot or. See Kellogg Center, I understand yeah. more. On a motorcycle. In the bushes. Yeah. See, but the Kellogg Center, I understand more because that's right in the middle of campus, mm-hmm. basically. But Mount Hope Road, it's like one of the busiest traversed. I don't know. It's driving me nuts. The other thing you could do is um, I wonder how much, and I, I would have to imagine it costs money to bring police, other police forces. And, you know, if you go tailgate, you see county, state, other cities. That's got to cost a lot of money. And from the last time I saw, there's mostly a lot of cops going around eating food from other people's tailgates. Uh, so something like that could be looked into instead of uh, reaming it out of uh, our pockets because we're already uh, broke as it is. So uh, just a couple suggestions. Or uh, uh, building a new football stadium or adding on for a wonderful football team. Yeah. That was well <laughs> worth it. Those things, I know, that's, I wish we had either John or Eric in here, Eric Marzak, Dr. Kilometer, because they know the, the politics of that, because those funds always come from different places, like athletics comes from this, and I don't know, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but uh, I'm going to complain nonetheless. Uh, something else I haven't mentioned thus far uh, here on Happy Hour, before we get into movies, because movies is going to be a big segment this show, is uh, I recently got an Xbox 360, and uh, obviously it's been out for a while, but I was always one that was like, I'm going to wait until I get a, a uh, high deaf television so it makes sense uh guitar hero 2 is one of the greatest games <laughs> ever made it's so much fun it, you can play it for hours it's so much fun i i can't like my my girlfriend doesn't even get it she's just like she bought it for me but she's like i don't understand why you can stand here and play this because number one you don't actually have to have you have to have a, de- a decent sense of rhythm otherwise you're screwed but other than that you don't need to know how to, to play guitar or anything and you can be completely fall down wasted and excel at Guitar Hero 2. I love doing that. And then, like, I, even as I'm drunk, I'm like, how is this working? <laughs> it just works. I don't understand. <laughs> it's going. Wow. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, also a fantastic game, for those of you uh, not in the know, if you have high def, Gears of War 
is uh, that game is also very insane. Fun. You, I assume you have an Xbox 360. No, I Mitchell? don't. I don't. But I. You go over to you have yeah, my, friends my, where my you bro- go over my to their house. Has an Xbox 360. Uh, also, PlayStation 3 went down a hundred dollars, and I read that sales increase was like. Two thousand and eight hundred percent sale increase. Really? Because it went down. I saw that. I saw that. Hundred dollars. I saw that it went down, but I didn't think it would make it matter because it was. And uh, rumor has it the three sixty is going to go down to fifty dollars now because Microsoft's trying to. Yeah, that's a rumor. See, I don't think that'll happen until after Halo Three comes out because uh, Halo Three, which will be, of course, break all sorts of records when it comes out on September. 25th or whatever it's supposed yeah. to come out on. Uh, I, unbelievable. Today I was sitting on uh, every, what is the uh, website? It's like everygameever.com. And it's all, it's like, it's uh, basically a Flash based NES emulator built into a website and it just has every Nintendo game listed. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like everygameever.com, I think. I, I'll have to look it up for you. But I was just sitting there, I'm like, oh my God. It's come so, I mean, I had an Atari 2600 when I was growing up too. So it's like <laughs> three pixels. Eh, eh, eh. So. It's uh, it's been fantastic. I saw this thing for the Wii today. It's this little pad, like two foot by two foot, that sits on the ground. It's called Wii Fit. Has anybody seen this? No. Mm-mm. It's like supposed to be this exercise thing, and you can stand on it and like move around. And it like I guess by the weight in your feet, it like shows you on the screen like like what you're doing. It's crazy. And you can do like push ups on it, and it I guess it tells you what to do. It was <laughs> it was nuts. Look it up. Uh, that's kind of like what was the uh, the the pad for Nintendo where you cheat by sta- like There's kneeling on the power f- pad. The power pad. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, I know how to. Do-. Yeah, fantastic. The uh, the old Nintendo stuff. So uh, looking for they're actually a large. I, I can't say a major proportion, but a, a a large number of Wii's are going to nursing homes uh, because it's keeping people active like you can play tennis and you know things that aren't that difficult like you're not going to go in there and see some like nine-year-old with alzheimer's playing gears of war obviously but to be active and uh to unless you're throwing your <laughs> controller through the tv uh <laughs> it seems to work out well so good things for we um i still have to pick up uh, the high def of dvd player for my xbox because obviously it doesn't come with it um unlike the the P- uh, playstation 3 which does Surprisingly, not that expensive, but there isn't exactly a slew of uh, high def movies on the market at this point that I'm aware of. Is there? Mm, HD DVD, you mean? Yeah, HD DVD. I think that's it's going out of favor. Everyone's liking the Blu ray. <sighs> See, that sucks because you can't get Blu ray for Xbox 360 that I'm aware of. Not that I know of. <laughs> oh, sweet. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that was my one selling point to my girlfriend. I'm like, we can watch high def. Uh, I'm glad that uh, I have a uh, master's degree in digital media, and I don't know what the hell's going on. So anyway, let's uh, let's make a jump into movies, because there's a ton of huge movies out right now. Um, a big one opened Tuesday night, uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. We'll talk about that uh, shortly. One thing I want to note, though, thank, I want to uh, thank TiVo uh, and blame TiVo for the number of commercials you're seeing before movies. Because have, have you noticed, like, it's five minutes of commercials, then another ten minutes of previews? Yes. Yeah. That's because you're forced to watch the commercials, and you can't be like, oh, I'm just going to fast forward through this. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, if I see that Nesquik ad one more time, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> um, but I think, uh, anyway, the, uh, the celebration's fantastic. They have the uh, Sony DLP projectors. I don't know if you've been there yet. I don't oh. think so. 
sweet. Uh, I uh, I saw Transformers. I was probably one of the last people on the face of the planet <clears throat> to actually see it. I heard that I was kind of funny. There are some humorous parts. I saw the original Transformers cartoon movie in the theater in 1986. <laughs> you are so old, bro. <laughs> That's the year I was born. <laughs> I know, and I remember it because Optimus Prime said a swear word, and it changed my life because I was like six. And I'm like, oh my god, cartoons swear. <laughs> uh, but uh, it was it, uh, this version. Has everybody here seen it? Yeah. No. You no. guys haven't, but Mitchell has. I've seen it. Uh, <laughs> did you ever? Were you into Transformers when you were? Young, being that you're only would, like twelve, I, mean, I would see them. Like I would, uh, like I would, I'd watch them if they were on. Like I wasn't, like, I didn't follow them religiously. Like you know. the uh, the worry that about Transformers originally was that it's a Michael Bay flick, and every other Michael Bay film is absolutely awful. Um, this one, uh, obviously, top uh, box office at 155 million. I think they did a pretty good job. They used some of the original cheesy lines from the uh, Transformers. Cartoons. They use the original voice of Optimus Prime, which I is fantastic. Um, the uh, the CG is insane. Yeah, it's uh, incredible. It uh, the 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 human part of the story. It's not like exclusively robots transforming and fighting. There's actually kind of a human kind of story. I think they do a pretty good job. I don't think it was and one. Megan of the, Fox is rocking. Yeah, um, I think uh, I think it was pretty sweet. Um, not as big as everybody made it out to be, but I you know it's a movie. I'll if if I can get it on high def DVD. Uh, or <laughs> whatever, uh, I will because it looks. I mean, it looks really good, um, and it, I, I will agree. Doctor Kilometer said it's a really loud movie, and it's one of the things I noticed. Like it's a particular, like the sound is fantastic as far as panning and in, inside the stereo field. But uh, one of the louder movies I've ever been to. Uh, number two, the box office, Ratatouille, a fantastic Pixar movie. I want to see that. see that. I saw it. We it want is, to see it really bad. It's uh, it is a really good Pixar movie, and I went in there begrudged. Like, I was like, "Well, we can either go to Live Free or Die Hard, <laughs> or uh, the old lady wanted to see Ratatouille." So I took her, and it's actually a pretty fantastic movie. Live Free or Die Hard in at number three, uh, License to Wed at number four, and uh, Evan Almighty uh, number five. I don't think that did quite as well as uh, they had hoped. It's at seventy-eight point seven million. The big story, uh, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Did you see the midnight screening? Yes, I did. Mitchell, uh, what theater did you see that? Three. Three? What? Well, what? Oh, wait, what do you mean? <laughs> Watch <laughs> movie theater. Theater I saw it at uh, uh, Were they? Was it uh, packed? Were there a bunch of nerds in there they, dressed it up? Was, yeah, it was ridiculous. There's was, people like in line that had been there since like 1 p.m. Really? Yeah. See, there was. I, I should have been like 10. I was, thought about going to the midnight <laughs> screening, but like uh, Celebration had five sold out shows or something ridiculous, and I was like, you know what, we can wait. Um, here's my thing on Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, my review. Um, the uh, new director, David Yates. Uh, it's. I put it this way: it's better than Goblet of Fire, which I think is the worst Harry Potter movie. Um, was that the last one? Yeah, that was the one with the Triwizard Tournament. It's uh, they. I think he, they tried to make it. Everybody saying it's darker and etc. It's not as dark as Prisoner of Azkaban, but I think David Yates tried to return t- kind of to the Alfonso Cuarón uh, directing style, the look and editing style. Um, my summation of it would be like if you had a friend who had kind of read the Cliff's Notes on Order of the Phoenix, except for he was kind of loaded at the time, and uh, <laughs> he kind of skipped things, and he uh, changed where things happen and who they happened to or who did it, and then kind of told it back to you, that was the movie. Um, I didn't read the book, so I have no idea. 
It's almost completely all wrong. <laughs> I mean, the the main plot the main plot is basically right, uh, but for the most part, the rest of the movie is off. I I thought the first half of the movie was pretty weak, um, but I thought the last half, specifically the end, uh, the fight between uh, Dumbledore and Voldemort is pretty sweet, yeah. uh, and the end is pretty good. Um, they're not, still they're not the best actors on the face of the planet, even though they have great actors within the movie. Uh, it just. I don't know. It seemed it looked okay. Uh, they left out too many of the side plots that were important to the main plot. They left out too many people. Uh, like as an example, for those of you who have read Order of the Phoenix, they included Creature in the movie, but they didn't include Dobby, which makes no sense because the two interplay right. throughout the entire book. So um, I, I don't know. They changed the whole Order of the or the uh, Dumbledore's army thing and how that came and. I don't know. I, I still don't like Michael Gambon as Dumbledore because he's just like it's not. It doesn't seem like it fits. And I really I went in there expecting not to like it because I figured that without the uh, I thought Goblet of Fire was pretty awful, and I expect this to be the same. It was better than what I expected, but um, it could have been a lot more. It was the shortest Potter movie there is thus far, and with a movie like a book that's 800 plus pages, they could have made this into a three plus hour movie, or they could have broken it up into two movies without any problem, and just as many people would have seen it. I mean, this was they just broke uh, box office records with uh, with Order of the Phoenix with 12 million plus on a midnight screening, which is wow. unreal, <laughs> yeah. uh, and especially on a Tuesday night. Yeah. So um, I don't know, Mitchell. What did you think of it? I enjoyed it. I thought it was very entertaining. Um, I guess I don't... Did you understand, did the plot make sense to you as it was going along? Did you understand where yeah, things were coming just, from? Well, I mean, I know they're all scared, let's form an army. <laughs> like, I don't know, it made sense, but I guess that's I hadn't read the book. Like, it didn't, it didn't seem like it was missing that much. Yeah. Like, it all fit to me. Mm. Um, like, I was with people that read the book, and they said they liked it. I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty good. Mm. I liked it better than God of the Fire. Yeah. But... I think I, I have to say, I'm the only person on the planet that has not seen a Harry Potter movie or read a book. What a nerd. I, you know what? <laughs> I, uh, I'm a, as, as you haven't been able to figure out before, and by the numerous complaints from those of the female persuasion I get on this show, I'm kind of a manly kind of dude, uh, <laughs> and I have a lot of testosterone raging. But I, You, Brock, no. I know. But here's the thing. I had an ex-girlfriend tell me, uh, she's like, you should really... Back when uh, Sorcerer's Stone first came out, she's like, you should really read this. I'm like, are you high? <laughs> uh, I'm not a pedophile. I'm not going to read a story about, you know, 13-year-old wizards. Oh, you know, magic. Woo. Uh, and then I, I honestly, the only way I got into it was I was working um, in Chicago on the weekends. So I was spending eight hours in my car every day. And so I was like, well, I could listen to books on tape. And I saw it on sale. And I'm like, yeah, what the hell? And I, I mean, the writing is fantastic. It's another... Uh, kind of, kind of uh, pet peeve of mine is that J.K. Rowling writes for the most part her, her narration and her the way that the characters speak is really really well written and then they change it all around in the movie so that it fits more with the plot that they're trying to get across and I think it loses a lot from that but like Mitchell says. If you read the book, of course, you're going to be like, mm, sorry, but uh, in uh, scene five, uh, from uh, page 522, uh, this was, you know, I, I can see where that happens. I, I don't think there's, I, I think the diehard Potter people are going to always be like, well, you know, the book is better and the movie kind of sucks. But I don't know. I think you should see it, Shannon. I think I might. 
I you should start though with the uh, the first two or the uh, the Chris Columbus ones um, were the most like exactly the way the book happened is exactly the way the movies happened. Um, when, when the funny thing is like the critics gave a lot of a flack to the the directors and the movies. They're like, well, you should do more of an adaptation on the book. You shouldn't you know copy it exactly. And then they do this, and I think it's even worse. So, I don't know. Uh, it uh, obviously will be huge. I'll be curious to see what the uh, total will be after the uh, the big weekend. So This I'll... isn't the last one that they're making, no, is no, no, it? No, no, no. They've got two more movies to make. The last book comes out next Saturday, so next Friday night at midnight. There's going to be uh, Potter parties everywhere for the uh, <laughs> for the final book. I'm going to one. I don't, you can laugh all you want. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go. And uh, it's, like I've said before, surprisingly, there are some uh, hot chicks at water parties. <laughs> really? Um, what are you going to do if the ending is the same as you read? Spoiler. You know, I don't know. I I kind of, I think everybody kind of has like an idea as to how it's going to end. And either way, it's either going to be exactly what you expect or it's going to be a huge letdown. And uh, I don't think, I don't think J.K. Rowling's going to let everybody down, but... I think it's going to happen basically what everybody thinks is going to happen, but until they actually see it on paper, you know, that, to know that... Uh, I love how I'm talking about a boy wizard. I I'm, thank God that I'm already engaged, because Lord knows I, uh, there are no chicks that would ever be like, ooh, listen to the guy waxing poetic on uh, Harry Potter. Uh, yeah, 28-year-old dude. Uh, anyway, License to Wed, a movie... Uh, I haven't seen a, a movie with Robin Williams in it in a long time, but this actually looks like one that would be worth seeing. Anybody seen License to Wedding? I'm skeptical about it. I like Rob Williams, but... I like him too, but he... I don't know. His last movie was, what, RV or something? Hey, Dr. Kilometer said that was surprisingly a good movie. I didn't see it. I thought that was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? Yeah. But he said it's surprisingly decent I've heard other good reviews of RV, oddly enough. Chaz! (laughs) Chaz breaking in. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So something I might have to check out on, uh, on the good old cable. Didn't uh, he flip out and have a drug problem or something? And yeah, he was long gone for a long time ago. Oh, I thought that was like last year. Uh, yeah, I think that guy went through like a Mount Everest pile of blow before he finally. Uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's the entertainment industry, man. It's, uh, it's the cocaine. I watched uh, a TV movie on him. He used to be friends with John Belushi. Oh, yeah. And he was there, like, the night John Belushi died, I think. The, the eight ball in the trash can? Yeah. yeah. Good times. Uh, 432-389-3, the number you can get a hold of us. Uh, add your input uh, if you're a Harry Potter nerd like I am. Or, of course, Impact Happy Hour. It's our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger. Let's uh, take a quick look at the movies opening this week. Obviously, there's not a lot coming out as they don't want to face the uh, brute force of Harry Potter. Captivity, a movie I've been seeing a lot of ads for on PerezHilton.com, but I have absolutely uh, no idea what it's all about. Uh, The Strangers, Talk to Me, uh, Lake Dead, My Best Friend, basically a bunch of movies that aren't going to be out I have not heard of any of those. Well, thanks to uh, Hollywood.com, they have a lot of independent flicks on here that won't be uh, anywhere around. A movie that is opening next week that I don't know if it's going to be the most offensive movie ever or the most hilarious movie ever, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, uh, (laughs) featuring Kevin James and Adam Sandler. I want to see that, yeah. Dr. Clover was super excited about this one. Uh, Are you familiar with it, Mitchell, the high schooler? Uh, the... Yeah, that movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it'd be funny. Um, I, it, it's it's kind of an odd premise, but I think they can 
You know, you should really look at a future in public speaking, Mitchell. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and you wonder why I don't talk very much. Because every time I do, I get See? ripped apart. Oh, come on. You're doing fine right now. <laughs> Isn't it that they pretend to be gay and get married for insurance or something? Something to that extent, yes. Um, I can actually read Domestic you the world-famous... Yeah. Uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Harry. Hollywood.com synopsis. Chuck and Larry are the pride of their fire station. Two guys, guys, always side by side and willing to do anything for each other. Uh, salt of the earth widower. Larry wants just one thing to protect his family. His buddy Chuck also wants one thing to enjoy the single life. Grateful Chuck owes Larry for saving his life in a fire. Larry calls in the favor big time when uh, civic red tape prevents him from naming his own two kids as his life insurance beneficiaries. All that Chuck has to do to claim to be... Uh, what? All that Chuck has to do is claim to be Larry's domestic partner on some city forums, blah, 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 blah. And apparently there's a hot chick, and uh, according to the uh, trailer, from what I've seen, uh, which Adam Sandler is into, uh, no really big other movie uh, this summer other than, obviously, The Simpsons, um, The Bourne Ultimatum, uh, Bratz, the movie. What? Jeez. Oh, jeez. Is that on those toys? Yeah. Yeah, the toys that, like... Yeah, that's that, are, really... that are kind of uh, whorish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's teach teenage girls. Yeah, to are dress... they animating this? Well, how are they? No, it's this? real life. Oh. It's a live action oh, no. Bratz movie. Jeez. Uh, yeah. I'm not even sure if that does that make sense. What is that going to be? I don't know. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. But uh, you can probably take your dates to go see it, Chad. All right. <laughs> I don't. I can get away with murder. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, the Mr. Bean's Holiday also coming out uh, later, uh, <laughs> later August. Do <laughs> you even know who Mr. Bean is? Yeah, he's the guy that doesn't talk and he just does funny things. It's not that funny. That's a great synopsis right there. Uh, Rush Hour Three also coming out, which I saw the first trailer for before Transformers. And again, it's uh, a movie based on stereotypes and race. Um, so. <laughs> Obviously, it's going... It's hilarious. Yeah, obviously, it's going to be super funny. Uh, Stardust also coming out uh, in August, but basically the uh, summer blockbusters are nearing uh, the end. The Simpsons, uh, did you see the big story about the Springfield, Vermont winning? Yeah. uh, Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah. I didn't even know they were doing a contest, to be honest. uh, I saw it, yeah. Until they they failed it out. So basically, Springfield, Vermont is where they are going to roll out the red carpet for the, uh, the opening of the Simpsons movie, which... Every every trailer I have seen for that thus far has looked like it's totally gonna suck. But now everybody's saying, "Oh, it might not be too bad." I think we're just gonna be suckered into like every I Sunday. The, the, I I saw both the trailers, and the new one was funny. That's what everybody's saying. I is the new funny. one is funny. I I think it's just gonna be like uh, after watching The Simpsons since 1989 or 1990, whenever it came out, every Sunday you're expected to. Uh, Turn on The Simpsons at eight o'clock and laugh, or you know, enjoy something. Um, and for the past like four years, it's <laughs> not been that way. But you still, you're, it's such a you know routine that every Sunday you make sure you're home at eight o'clock so you watch The Simpsons. I think the movie's going to be the same way, but um, hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, but uh, the Simpsons movie coming out, uh, what is that? In uh, it's later this month, isn't it? Yeah, July twenty fourth or something. Something like. So. It's late July. Something like that, so uh, look forward to that. DVD's out this week. Shooter, uh, featuring Mark Wahlberg, one of the worst actors ever, <laughs> even though Dr. Kilometer... See, I have to bring up his name because he's not here. An important, he's the glue. He's I'm the glue of you. the show, uh, and he's the one that gets recognized in public. Um, 
I say he's one of the worst actors ever. Uh, Dr. Kilometer disagrees. Basically, uh, Shooter, a former Marine Corps sniper, is reluctantly pressed back into service and double-crossed. My dad is way looking into this movie because uh, it includes guns. So, uh, yeah, and he's originally from Perry. Uh, Black Snake Moan, also uh, out on DVD. Uh, it actually was last week. But uh, So when did that ever come out in movie theaters? Did Black I Snake miss Moan? that? Well, it was out for like two weeks, uh, and it did so poorly that they dropped it. Is that because Justin Timberlake is in it? I don't know, but all I do know is that uh, not only does Christina Ricci look hot, she has a number of nude scenes in the movie. That's the girl in that? Just to let, yeah, just to Is let it, you know, Eric. No. I'm not, no. I'm not interested in that. But thanks. <laughs> you know, so when she's gone. Uh, I caught Black Snake Mullen this past weekend, which was a great uh, movie for- I mean, it was not a great movie, but I mean, it was great in the fact that I wanted to rent it, and then I had you know, a girl with me, but Justin Timberlake's in it, so it could rope her in. Other than that, though, definitely a guy movie. Is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Re- Richie's naked right off the bat. Oh, yes! <laughs> Very nice, Chaz. We appreciate the, uh, that input. Uh, Dead Silence also uh, out on uh, DVD this week. TV, obviously, not doing a, a lot. Uh, what is up with a chick from Hannah Montana, number one on the Billboard charts? Miley never, Cyrus or whatever. What? No, I've never heard. Never of heard of her. She's she's sold like a billion copies in the first two weeks of her record being out from the stupid Nickelodeon thing. Really? Oh jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Never heard of that name in my life. Uh, I've yeah. heard it slowly. <laughs> it's just the next girl that people are going to be waiting until she's eighteen. That's the way it goes. Surprise! Surprise! It comes from Chaz. <laughs> yeah, uh, I gotta start. I gotta start building this weird persona up sometime. Is <laughs> to where uh, where it comes from. So. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, the Espies, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, are, uh, are out. I think that was uh, last night. Last oh, night. Last night. Yeah, with also featuring a LeBron James and ridiculous uh, ri- ridiculousness ensues. Um, other than that, not a lot on TV. It's interesting always to look at uh, the Nielsen Top Ten. For those of you who don't know what Nielsen is, it's always the TV ratings, of course. Uh, CSI is always on. Let's see. Uh, there's actually only two uh, two CSIs on here. Um, two and a Half Men is still in the top five, which is uh, unbelievable. Smarter than a fifth grader, also in the top five. Uh, and uh, Hell's Kitchen is that? Wow. Nielsen must be wrong, right? I hate that system. Right? I, well, it's a uh, it's the same thing with Arbitron. The people who who rate radio ratings you know and it's Ugh. it's a sample i mean it's all statistics but yeah i can't i don't know anybody's watching hell's kitchen i mean <laughs> yeah, me neither it was canceled you know it was dropped the first season uh like two or three episodes short because uh we had arden Murin from mad tv on and i was like oh you're supposed to be on hell's kitchen or whatever she's like oh yeah it got canceled <laughs> like oh uh, that makes me feel good so uh, anyway, let's uh, let's make a jump into uh, just basic news because there's a couple interesting things. And I saw this on CNN.com earlier, and I uh, honestly I laughed so hard. Uh, <laughs> health, they ha- you know on, on CNN.com they have all these the bulletins, and then they have underneath all the bullet point news. Uh, on health, overweight kids face early stigma. Oh, That's no. That is news. In other news, sun rises. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In other news, you pay taxes. <laughs> did any of you guys see? Uh, did you any of you see the the CNN uh, Wolf Blitzer uh, interview with 
Michael, Michael Moore. Moore. Yes, it was hilarious. <laughs> I love I love Michael Moore. Whenever he talks, I just laugh and laugh. He's so ridiculous. You don't like him, do you, Shannon? I, you know. I don't like him, but not because he's like you know liberal and and all that. I just don't like him because I feel like he's so outrageous and so you know when he puts that state hat on, I just want to be like, my God, take that off! That is such a disgrace to our college. But I really do want to see Sicko. I've yeah. seen his movies, so it's not that I think he's like a poor. You know, I just I think he's so he just tries to be so like ah Michael Moore that. I she my I don't know quite what to think of Michael Moore. I think um I don't agree with everything he has to say, but I think he the guy has cones and they clink because of the stuff that he puts out and uh it's interesting to see um you know he went after the the uh, the other skirmish on CNN on Larry King Live as he went after Sanjay Gupta who is the <laughs> resident neurosurgeon or whatever on CNN uh, and uh, Sanjay was basically uh, or Dr Gupta was accusing Michael Moore of fudging numbers and they they you know they both have different sources and having numbers is always weird because you've always got like 40 different companies they're doing research and uh and I wouldn't necessarily say a physician necessarily has a full grasp on the uh, health insurance um world as much as anybody else does uh, aside from getting paid from them but I don't know it's a movie I want to see I like Michael Moore just because the guy um the, I mean there's the story about how the uh, the guy people it's a fashion thing it's a fashion thing to hate Michael Moore as much as it is to hate President Bush I think <laughs> it's like you hear the name and they're automatically like, like, either I like him or I don't. Yeah. Um, yep. And it's a fashion one way or the other. And the main Michael Moore, like, anti-Michael Moore site uh, was uh, set to go be taken down because the guy who runs it um, ran out of money because his wife got sick. So Michael Moore anonymously sent him a check for a bunch of money <laughs> so he could keep it running. So anybody like that, I'm a, uh, I'm a big fan of. Well, he, he spent, in that interview, he spent, like, the first, like, ten minutes ranting about the last time he was on there, 9-11, and ugh. Yeah, that was like the whole time. He's like, hey, well, let's the, talk the about and he's like, oh, nine eleven. Well, the thing was, <laughs> it was that Wolf Blitzer basically told him that he was wrong and everything he said in Fahrenheit Fahrenheit nine eleven, and a lot of it ended up turning out to be true. So that Wolf Wolf Blitzer once again was telling him that he's wrong about all this stuff in Sicko, and he's like, dude, I told you everything in Fahrenheit nine eleven was true, and you were telling me it was wrong before. You know, see what happened. You're doing it again. Um, and he's just uh, Michael Moore is very adamant about uh, uh, I don't know I don't know if he's as adamant about making money because you know he makes a lot of it oh yeah uh, being what he does so I, I don't know how to take that I think his movies I mean they they definitely make you think about how ridiculous our society is right but at the same time I think there's points in it where he goes way overboard that you just don't you know so like I'm kind of in between I used to hate him a lot but now I don't know. Yeah, I'm inclined because my parents hate him so much to really like him, so... I, uh, I tried to pull that off as much as possible. Uh, something I, I wanted to point out about, uh, you know, I said that uh, that Order of the Phoenix made $12 million from the overnight screenings. Uh, and the first day is the best single day gross ever for a movie on Wednesday. $44.8 million from yesterday. Wow. By itself, <laughs> which is insane. Um, that that even beat uh, Spider-Man 2, which previously set at like 40.4. So um, we'll see what happens, see how much uh, stuff uh, drops off uh, in the next uh, week or so. You know what, real quick, uh-huh. did you see A Mighty Heart? Did we talk about this last night? 
No, we didn't. Okay, who saw a Mighty Heart? Was it you? Did you see it? No, no? I never. I never saw it. We. I really want to see it, and we checked really, both. I heard it was really bad. I did you? That. I heard it was like. Oh, that's the Angelina Jolie one. Yeah, and, and we there's no new changes there. Theaters. Well, then it's going to be awful. We checked both theaters because we were going to go see it tonight, and it's not playing around here. Is it old? Did it come out a while ago? Yeah, I thought it just probably, came out. It's NCG for like a couple weeks. I was gonna, it's probably it came out probably a month or so ago. Oh, okay, maybe that's why. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't want to see Angelina Jolie in anything uh, but revealing clothing, and I don't think uh, that is exactly a role that's going to uh, afford that. Uh, but anyway, um, there was a, a couple movies I saw over the weekend that I was really surprised at how fantastic they are. I'm not exactly like a World War II buff, um, but Clint Eastwood notoriously directs uh, pretty decent movies. And I was really surprised. Uh, Letters from Iwo Jima is a fantastic movie. Is it? It's I all in see subtitles. It. It's all black and white uh. subtitles. <laughs> you're like, oh, I don't want to have to read. But it actually is, uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic movie. I still want to see Heroes of Iwo Jima, but uh, it's its good stuff. How long was it? Oh, God, it's like almost three hours long, I think. <laughs> I, uh, I honestly don't remember, but... Uh, what was this news about um, taking a jump into something else? Was Did the Miss New Jersey, uh, where the pictures came up, were the, was that from Facebook? Did I hear... Okay, I didn't hear what the pictures were. I heard that there were pictures that she was like, you know, I don't want people to see and everything, but what were the pictures of? Uh, Miss New Jersey can keep her crown despite photos that show her acting not in a ladylike manner. Okay, first of all... Like, meaning what? Well, here's the thing. You're going to be in a beauty pageant. You're not acting in a ladylike manner in the first place, because how many chicks are going around, like, trying to walk as as uh, perfectly as they can with, like, a teeny, like, two-string bikini on while yeah. talking about saving the world and what you would do <laughs> with uh, all the money in the world? It's, uh... I don't. I don't understand. Nobody watches these pageants anymore. Anyway, they can't find networks to show them anymore. I don't know why they wouldn't have. I'd be like, sweet, you know, chicks are sec- is sending in the uh, the revealing photos of themselves to you know get ratings or whatever. But uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe that. Of course, we me. get a chuckle from I, over there. I had to. Well, I, I almost wanted to say something about the pictures because I uh, definitely checked those out. In the store <laughs> <laughs> it, it was. It <laughs> Yeah, it's ahead. great that you are making me look good. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like this. It wasn't anything, like you're, you're, yeah, you're worried about how bad they were. They really, it was, girl, it was like it was, the standard. It's what, like it's what a create like the craziest group of girls you've ever seen at a bar is basically what they be doing. Like they're making out. There was like one picture of her flashing a boob. I think really and, like, that was two boobs. Um, I think I, maybe just one. I don't even remember. That's it. I know there's. There's friends with our pictures with other friends. You should see the sure. go to Facebook anytime and look at uh, pictures from. Our parties on uh, Facebook, yeah, no anybody even what? closely related to the impact, you don't see news bulletins going up, yeah. uh, uh, Brock fired from the impact for reviewing photos uh, via <laughs> Facebook. Not that anybody would want to see them, but uh, yeah, photos taken from Palumbo's Facebook page. Wow. Wow. wow I don't know how I knew that, but uh, oh, <laughs> Amy Palumbo, this is the name of the girl. Photos made her sick to her stomach. Oh, oh poor thing. Pictures allegedly show Plumbo drinking, goofing around. Oh. Have you seen all the new ads? The the new uh, ad from, uh, I don't even know what the department is. It's some ridiculous department that the government's made up of the girl where the picture is up on the billboard and uh, it keeps popping up even though people keep taking it down and they're like, remember, once you put a picture up on the internet, it's always there for anybody to take down. <laughs> really? What? I haven't seen that. 
<laughs> I think writing things on the internet is one thing, but uh, I, I think it's entirely amusing that if a girl is stupid enough to put uh, ridiculous pictures of herself up on like her high school Facebook page, uh, she kind of deserves all the scorn that yeah, she gets. Yeah, you know, take them down if you're not, like, give me a break. We're all looking at Chaz. Why, waiting. Like, why are people all looking at me? <laughs> waiting for me to say we're waiting, yeah, we're waiting for you to be like, well, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I completely agree with what's going on here. I Although I will say, you know, now that Facebook is accessible to everyone, it, it's not just college. It started out as a college thing. Yeah. Then it was a high school and college thing. Now it's anybody can be in Facebook. So now it's basically they're trying to compete with MySpace, which I don't even know why, because MySpace is so, like, 2004. <laughs> uh, <laughs> really, seriously, I was thinking the other day, uh, what could what would be the next big thing like friendster came out and that was huge for like do you guys even remember friendster no, no. yeah friendster came out in like 2003 2002 and it was kind of like myspace but kind of more of a low rent end uh and then uh myspace came out and did okay for a while and then it blew up and then facebook came out there's i'm trying to th- you know the guys that did all this are incredibly super duper loaded and i was thinking the other day what is going to be the next and as stupid as this sounds like i was sitting around smoking a bong by myself like (laughs) 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 oh i wonder what's going to replace myspace and facebook (laughs) you'd be doing it right now and you'd be so rich it wouldn't matter i know but i i just let's all let's brainstorm let's all be rich (laughs) all right (laughs) (laughs) we need a bong rip sound Oh, he's got one, yeah. I actually have one. I was going to put it in, but the CD player's broken. Oh, totally yeah. So wait, me. what? You went to college before Facebook. I don't remember college oh, God. before Facebook. I mean, it came out like... You went to college before computer. I think it... <laughs> I, I start... My freshman year of college was 1997. You are so old. I just can't get over it. I, You know, really, the only thing I can remember from back then was there was a way on the Windows network where everybody figured out, this is back in the file sharing, like Kazaa and stuff, this was later actually, where you could file share with everybody in your dorm, like you could connect to the network and everybody could do that. But before that, it was like, um, I don't even remember what we did, honestly. I think like (laughs) the only decent cable, uh, or the only decent internet connection you had was on, on campus. Yeah. Um, Pilot.msu.edu was awful. I mean, um, what did what did we do without Facebook? Even though we were only here for like three months, I feel like Facebook. Like, see, people, I don't you talk to people. He knew I was engaged through Facebook. Like, see, the thing well, no, is, like, I just go to like the mini feed because like I'm just sitting around all day and I go to the mini feed. Like, oh, look who updated the profile. Let's go look at that. See, Facebook and my uh, MySpace engaged. is a way basically to whore yourself out. Um, uh, besides the whole band thing, because really, why do you have a MySpace page? Yeah, I mean, to, yeah. To keep track of your friends or to post half-naked pictures of yourself and add Zach Braff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Facebook is basically, to me, it's like uh, it's like uh, your ten-year high school reunion. It's it's like keeping in touch with people that you really don't care what's happening to them. Yeah, and exactly. you're knowing all this stuff that realistically, if it was really that important to you. Uh, you would have known about it in the first place. And it's kind of a way to be like, uh, well, I can contact these people if I'm having a party. Or I can see the pictures of myself, you know, with my pants down at the bar <laughs> because I don't remember any of it. But I didn't, 
As much as, I mean, Facebook, I, maybe it's because I'm so old, but it has certainly not revolutionized anything in my, I mean, it hasn't changed the way I've done anything. Although I'm sure it's, you know, I, kids can't imagine life without it at college. Mitchell, do girls get in your school get in trouble for, uh, for uh, Facebook stalking, and uh, or, or do no. they have issues with Facebook stalking? No, I haven't I have heard of anything about it. Besides the stuff that you do. Obviously. Right. I, I remember... <laughs> the blacklist. I remember when it first came up for high schoolers, and, like, I hate that, because it started out, like, as a college thing, and there's, there's stuff on there, you know, like, the girls that post themselves naked with a beer bong, and, yeah. you know, like... Where? I don't really yes. want... <laughs> I don't you, uh, really want my fourteen-year-old cousin logging on, seeing me on Facebook, well, you know and what, what I do at a college party. I, I guess there's that, but it's not like you're not going to see. The, I, I have this huge argument that the internet is so desensitized. You're like six years old; you can find porn, you know, yeah. way easily. You can, <laughs> you can get around your parents, you know, security stuff. Uh, I think it's just totally desensitized. But I back in. Uh, do you guys have this? Is, how do you guys use computers in high school, Mitchell? In 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 high school, or do you guys are like do you, do you guys have like back in my day? They uh, we got a first a- after the Apple II GS labs. Uh, we finally got like a uh, Windows ninety five uh, lab, which was the huge deal. And then we had one computer in each classroom, uh, which we, I st- we have like we have quite a few computer labs and. Uh, but like we only use like we only go to computer labs if you're like writing or editing an essay if you're doing the internet if you're like researching something on the internet. Do they have it super clamped down so you can't yeah, go? Yeah, they to- have. They have like every single website, like even remotely, not good. It's blocked. What about really? Facebook? Can you get on Facebook, Facebook? Is blocked. MySpace is blocked. You have to like go like reroute like the <laughs> server just to get to Google. <laughs> like it's, it's bad. Like but but you can. Can get- you take uh, can you take laptops? Um, Can you use I'm sure you, they would let you, but no one does. I mean, really? St. John's machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, this coming from a school who won't let you wear certain bandanas of colors because they're afraid of blood and crypts uh, oh, war is going to be going on in St. John's. Uh, see, back in my day, um, there was a very few uh, select group of us. This is back when, before the uh, World Wide Web was a big thing, and there used to be BBSs, where you would just call a certain phone number. Like uh, There would be like a tag BBS, which is the software. Basically, it was all this really crappy like 8-bit, where you could go and download <laughs> illegal pirated games, back when games were only like 4 megs or whatever. Uh, but we thought it was really funny in my high school that, uh, they, like I said, they had a computer in every room. But Nobody there, surprisingly, uh, at Perry, had any idea what they were doing with the computer system. So there were us nerds who knew what we were doing. So it was like, any time you got on a certain computer, it would automatically download Doom 2 from the uh, main server. <laughs> and then it would automatically download like a bunch of porn. So all this porn was all over the computers. It was fantastic. Uh, I never got caught for that. And the uh, statute of limitations has, uh, I think, expired for that. So I can talk about it on the air now. Do you uh, remember the game... Um that we used to play in elementary school. Oregon Trail? Oh, I was just going to say that. Oh, I love that, that game. game. Everybody, everybody played that game. Yeah. yeah. You hated that game? Cholera. Oh, yeah, know. everybody died of dysentery. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, there was that and Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, a yes. thinly veiled learning game. It did not fool me. Yeah, I hated I that refused. game. I refused. I like, still this want is learning. <laughs> on my computer so I can you, play it. They have stuff called shareware, and uh, you can go ahead and find that. That would uh, be fabulous. Yeah, to see the, like, four-pixel little yeah. ox <laughs> die. <laughs> or the, uh, the best part was when you were hunting for deer, and it was like... 
It's like five dots. It's supposed to represent buckshot going after this deer that's like, din it, din it. Yeah, the, the hunting phase. You'd be in there supposedly playing this educational game. Like, you get done with it. You're like, you've shot 3,000 pounds of meat. Too bad you can only carry back 30. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's amazing. Amazing what, uh, what kids remember. That's the only reason you played it. It was to go hunting. That's the only yeah. reason you played Oregon Trail. <laughs> so you could kill it's, things. Yeah. How, the, how do you remember playing Oregon Trail? You were in high school like, elementary school like 10 years ago weren't you yeah we had it when i was in elementary school yeah Yeah. they still hadn't gotten beyond probably like fourth really mitchell you yeah we played elementary Elementary schools don't get the most updated technology (laughs) wow that's like here's a coleco vision yay (laughs) see you guys don't even know what a coleco vision is no jeez peace Oh, good lord! So anyway, uh, happy hour at its finest. So if uh, if uh, we're boring you to tears on this one, uh, episode of Happy Hour, you can always check out uh, past episodes courtesy of our archived content right there at impact89fm.org. The uh, go into the podcast section, and uh, there should be more uh, more recent updates of uh, old shows being posted online. Plus, of course, many other uh, fine impact exposure shows. Stay tuned. Coming up uh, next, two hours of local music, courtesy of uh, Amanda rocking it, bringing it hard to the kids, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, And then, of course, after that, the most evil hours of music on the air. That would be the Hours of Power featuring Puke Pile. And uh, I still don't remember his uh, co host. The Torturer. The, I believe. What, what is it? The torture. Yeah, the torture. The, the torture? Really? <laughs> Dude needs to get a better... Uh, I, 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 uh, puke pile is way better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I appreciate that. What do you guys got planned uh, planned for this uh, weekend? Um, I'm DOD, so uh, I'm going to be going to your little thing and drinking yeah. water. Yeah, we're going to be uh, drinking many fine, fine uh, pints of Guinness at uh, Eastwood Town Center at a specific location on Saturday. <laughs> Very good times. What are you going to do, Mitchell, the high schooler? Um, I work Saturday and Sunday. Boo. Work? work. I forgot. What's your job again? I work at Gilroy's Hardware. Oh, that's right. You sell uh, You sell nuts and bolts. Mm-hmm. Good times. Uh, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't have a job in high school, so uh, I don't. Uh, well, yeah, I did during the summers. I take that back. It totally sucked. Don't ever be a dishwasher or a restaurant. Ew. It is the worst job. Yeah. Ever. You have to touch all those chewed up food. Bits. The worst part Ugh. was I was at a Mexican restaurant, uh. so it was like cheese and uh, 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 refried beans nonstop. <laughs> you'd always cut yourself on stuff, and you'd get like cheese in the cuts it was fantastic <laughs> fantastic times so uh hey Chaz what you got planned for the weekend there buddy besides uh selling drugs to your little brother's friends uh, I've got an alcohol ring I'm also setting up with my little cousin <laughs> <laughs> that's way easier to maintain so. uh, yeah uh, making your own distillery and moonshine is that what you're gonna do yeah <laughs> uh, I just I'm, I'm lazy oh good times what you got planned for the weekend there buddy uh I actually don't even uh just bumming around here no job you guys are pathetic out. college students. <laughs> really. It's a weekend. We're going out with you. Oh, yeah. so... Well, that's kind of pathetic because I'm old, so I'll be <laughs> I'll be wasted and out of it and like, wanting to pass out at like 1030. <laughs> that's what happens when you get old, kitties. Enjoy it while you can, Mitchell. Right. Is your fiancé going to be there for this one? Because if she's not, I think that you're making her up. That's what I think. I, uh, I don't know. I think uh, it depends on what time she has to work. She works like 80 thousand hours a week so Sick. that is a good That's theory impossible. that this lady doesn't even exist <laughs> like that. here's the thing 
Uh, the impact is the only job I have, and the old lady makes a lot of money. So uh, she can work a lot. It's fine. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just kidding. Uh, Seriously, she... that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. See, Mitchell, find yourself a sugar mama. It works out well. So uh, anyway, thanks for listening to Happy Hour. Um, I don't I don't know what uh, movies we're going to have to see in the next week besides uh, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. I'm going to yeah. see that for sure. Okay, well, you have to come back and let us know how it is. I might actually have to go see Harry Potter again just to make sure I didn't like the parts as much as I thought. <laughs> and be the uh, creepy old dude when there's like a bunch of 13-year-old girls watching uh, to see Dan Radcliffe. And we actually like, have the book. They're like checking the story <laughs> yeah. as it goes like, on. Um, excuse me, but uh, uh-huh. you know, page 522. Yeah, so that'll be me. So I look forward to that. Uh, thanks for listening. It's been Happy Hour, and it's uh, right here on the Future of Music, Impact 89. FM.